The God of Mischief is back and better than ever. Loki. 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 Wow. Great to see you again. Critics agree. Loki season two is marvelous. Great. And it's finally here. How much do you know? Let's assume I don't know much. A mind-bending adventure. Spectacularly cinematic. I've been waiting for a moment like this. It surpasses all expectations. A little over the top, don't you think? I thought it was spot on. Loki season two now streaming only on Disney Plus. Avec notre premier choix au repêchage, with our first pick in the 2022 NHL draft, the Canadiens de Montréal sont fiers de repêcher from the Slovakian national team and TPS Turku. Les Canadiens de Montréal sont fiers de sélectionner de la Ligue élite de Slovaquie, Philippe Méchard. Hello and welcome to Have Some Pointed Extra here with uh, Matej Deraj from uh, McKeem's Hockey and uh, Slovakian, uh, or Slovak, uh, as we're supposed to be saying, uh, draft guru. And and you've been busy. I mean, uh, three picks in the in the first round for Slovakia. That hasn't happened ever before. And obviously, the first overall has never happened. The second overall has has not happened either. So so fantastic. And and I tweeted out last night that um, welcome back to the big league Slovakia because now you're here for real. And and it really feels that way. So congratulations on the development program. And uh, we're looking forward to hear what you can say. Thanks, Patrick, and thanks for having me in here. Yeah, it was it was a truly special night, a historic night, because as you said, this has never happened before. We've never had the first overall pick or the second overall pick, obviously both of them at the same time. And three guys in, in the first round, that's also a huge achievement. I wasn't 100% sure Meshar was going to be selected in the first round, but I'm very glad he did, or he was, so... Yes, just an awesome night, and even here at this time we're recording. Sikora was picked in the second round, so this is also also a good thing. So and, and and it's not just a one year because there are players coming up in in younger uh, generations as well, and and this is really probably the strong point with Slovakia right now that you're starting to produce these young players that can go very very far. Um, Let's let's start with the first overall because obviously it's Montreal Brosny and and you're you're Slovak so you you know more than anyone right now that listens to this more or less. Uh, what can you tell us about Juraj Slavkovsky? Because obviously there has been discussion pre Olympic tournament and post Olympic tournament. Yeah, it's like two different kinds of seasons he had in his draft year. Because before the Olympics, it it had not been very good. He was kind of uh, playing in the juniors league and then in Liga, he didn't have a, I would say, a stable place in in the first teams. He didn't have that much confidence, and it wasn't great point wise. But after the Olympics, when he obviously had an excellent tournament, won won the MVP award and led Slovakia to bronze, his his confidence went skyrocket, and it was a different season. He didn't have I would say he didn't have a great season point-wise either after even after the Olympics because Liga is such a defensive game and the game in Liga is, is so defensive and he didn't have much much space to create, I would say, because it's a very tactical league and they 
obviously rely on, on systems and and make no mistakes. And then there was the World Championship. He also played real well there. And the talks about him being selected as, as the first overall pick have been going much louder and louder. And now here it is. He's obviously a risky pick, I would say, because he's more of the boomer bust type of a guy because he has great raw potential, but he has many things to work on still. But uh, the, the trajectory, I would say, is, is really positive because he was doing great in the last tournaments against, I would say, very tough competition. I understand some of the some of the people in North America do not know exactly how tough it is to play against men, against national teams at this level, even though it's not exactly an NHL level. But uh, I think he did quite well. And there's something to look forward to. Yeah, indeed. And, and uh, he seems like a very good guy. And, and he, he has a humor that is, uh, you know, it, it just makes you smile all the time. And, and you saw that when he uh, greeted uh, uh, Meshar as well, but also in, in general with his questions. Yeah, some were booing me. I have to win them over. And, and before the draft, he went like, I know Carfield and, uh, and Suzuki needs a third guy, so I'm there. And, and you know, I, I really like these kind of, of, of comments because it shows a character that is, is not, you know, uh, maybe stereotyped into that uh, boring NHL player that that uh, you sort of expect. Also, what I really did like, and, and I'll have this in an article later on, is the fact that uh, during the press conference last night, they pointed out that they weren't afraid of sending Slavkovsky to the AHL for for uh, in order to learn more hockey. And I think that's that's a very good thinking from, from the Montreal Canadian staff. Yeah, I think so. I would say it's a good thing not to rush him to the NHL and let him develop properly because there are still things to work on, even though he has great potential. And exactly as you said, he's a very likable guy. He's, <laughs> he has a great sense of humor. And even though he's, he's confident, really confident, he's not arrogant. He's just believes in himself, but he's not like he was looking down on on other people or so, so just a very, very good young man. And exactly, he um, also become a marketing star, I would say, because there's so much potential in him to, to build on. So it's a smart pick by the Canadians to have him as the number one. Now, we're not going to stay with, with Slavkovsky, though, because one of the players you have been following quite a lot this season is Philip Mashar. And... Uh, the more I look at him, the more I read up on, on draft uh, guides, etc., the more I like him. Uh, you might, from my understanding and, and from what I have heard, and I'm not sure you were aware of it, he seems like the kind of player that Arturi Lekkonen was in his draft year. Smart, uh, with a good stride, good shot, and play on the wing mostly but can play a little bit or has been tried on, on on center position as well but we are undecided on where he will project into an nhl lineup um it wouldn't surprise me if he finishes up as a, as a as a winger and it could be very very interesting because there's been talk about who is the next starter Lekkonen, and i think this guy is 
and Arturi just won the Stanley Cup, so you have to give him credit for, for being successful as well. So yeah, what can be. you tell us about uh, Meshar? Well, Meshar is not as good defensively as Lekkonen. I would well, say he's Lekkonen more wasn't deep. when until he reached SHL either. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there is, there is still something to work on. Yeah, I would say Meshar is. I like Meshar. I've been really high on him because uh, for the whole year he has all the I would say all the desired skills you're looking uh, for in today's NHL. He has them on such a high level. He's a great skater. He's a very smooth and very very quick and agile player. He has great hands, great stick handling. He's, he's very skilled and also has an underrated shot. He can shoot the puck very well. That, that's a guy you don't want to leave open. And he's also a very smart player, as you mentioned. So there are all the skills I would say you, you look uh, for in a guy you want to play in your top six or top nine. The, the obvious minus is the lack of physicality because he's undersized. He's like 5'10", I would say, and he doesn't engage very much physically. But I was astonished how how much he had improved his, his physical stride because uh, in the playoffs, he took his game to another level. He was really one of the best forwards from the whole series in the quarterfinals, which is a really nice surprise because he didn't play bad in the regular season, but he, was, he wasn't he was even a uh, half point per game player, so not exactly a difference maker. But in the playoffs, it was, it was all different. He was on the first line and creating plays, so... I also liked how how much he improved all the things uh, by the end of the year, and this injury came, and he couldn't play at the World Championships, and maybe sh- maybe shine like Alexikara or Slavkovsky did. So it was a pity, but it didn't hurt him that much. He was selected in the first round, which is I think a smart move by Montreal. So that's really a lot to like from Nashar. He has to worked on his physicality and I would say defensive game as well, but he could very well become a or maybe even better than like a different type of player. Uh, when you think about it, you mentioned it as well. I mentioned it a bit, but uh, having uh, by picking him in the first round, you get to control his development because first round picks from Europe, you can stash them in, in the AHL or you can make sure that they are coming over to, to, to uh, uh, Montreal uh, in, in one capacity or another. Um, or, or, and, and I think this is really the smart way because unfortunately, and, and let's be honest here, it's, it's going to take a couple of years more until uh, the Slovak Extra League uh, is, is going to be known to be a good development league. Yeah, sure. I think this is the, the goal for the Slovak League because it will never be as, as competitive as the SHL or, or Liga or the Czech League or, or the Swiss League, obviously, in the, the National League. But uh, in Slovakia, we give so much so much ice time and, and space and opportunity for these young players. There are very good clubs here who do that. There are some clubs who, who don't. But I think this is the way the, the Slovak clubs should, should go and should practice. And, well, the, in Mechar's case, I think it would be good for him to, to move to North America. Because he, he, I think he needs to adapt to the North American ice and a different style of play, and obviously work on the physicality. So he was drafted by the Kitchen Rangers to the OHL last year. So I think it would be smart to to move him there or let him work on all the things. And 
let him be the different maker and play on the first line, get all the all the all the minutes and all the tough tough matchups. And oh, it was also a smart move to pick him in the first round because I think he wouldn't last into the second round. Well, we were first. Montreal was first pick in, in the second round, so maybe. But yeah. but but yeah, you, if if you like someone, you pick them. It's as easy as that. You see him more taking the OHL route, just similar to Jan Misak, then rather than maybe going into the AHL group directly. Yeah, I think he needs at least the year in in the OHL. He might surprise me and make it to the AHL because I think he's eligible since he was picked from a European league. Yeah. But I would rather I would rather see him in the OHL, and because he was not the I would say the the first line player in the last two years, he was more on the third line and playing different different minutes and different roles. So I think to his develop to his development, probably the, the first line minutes and all the power play units and maybe even some shorthanded minutes on the Rangers would be would be a good thing beneficial for sure. You've been listening to Mate Derai and uh, you can find him on Twitter uh, or you can find him at a festival in Slovakia right now. <laughs> and thank you for taking yes. the time. Uh, do you care to give out your Twitter handle, uh, Maciej, and, and uh, we'll let you get back to drinking beer and uh, listening to great music. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, my Twitter handle is, is Mato Derai. It's M-A-T-O-V-E-R-A-J. And thanks for having me on here, Patrick. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm, going to I'm, I'm always going to be, be able to get you on, I hope. And uh, We'll make sure to meet up in Slovakia at one point or another. Yeah, anytime, man. Yeah. <laughs> bye. Bye-bye. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.